Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. We'll take a deep dive into betting the futures market and hit on all of the major sports in the process. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. Each and every NBA and NFL draft has become a bigger betting event, and Thursday was no exception. One sports book reported that the NBA number one overall pick market did 10 times the handle of the NFL's number one pick market this year. Days before the draft, Paolo Bancaro was 20 to 1. Jabari Smith, 20 to 1 to be the third pick. Dalen Terry, 25 to 1 to be the Bulls' first selection. I've talked to you guys a number of times about the betting opportunities that are there with the draft. Remember this what we've seen is the betting market is usually right. When you see movement, That's based off information. And what we've seen is the betting market was right about Bancaro and Woj was wrong based on what he was tweeting on Thursday morning. The betting market was right about Trey Lance to the Niners and Schefter was wrong. He kept telling us Mac Jones. Follow the movement in these betting markets and you will make money. All right, let's learn about betting futures from an expert. Ian McDonald is a futures better, as good as I know, in the space. And he's a regular on BetQL Daily. But I wanted to bring him to you guys, the score audience here on Early Odds. So we bring Ian on. He's got his website, crgfutures.net. I know things are really going to pick up once we get closer to the football season. And he's on Twitter, at CRG Futures. But it's not just football. 
He's all over it with the with the futures with every single sport. Ian, we appreciate your time on this uh, Saturday morning. You're an area guy, which we love to hear. So why don't you share your background with our audience and also talk a little bit about how legalization here in Illinois has changed sports betting for you? Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Joe. Uh, it's good to be on with you. Uh, my background is... Uh, from a small town, rural, uh, northern Illinois, from Oregon, Illinois, which is about two hours west of Chicago. You know, grew up there, played sports, was active, you know, when I was young, um, all the way through college, uh, played sports in college too. Graduated from Western Illinois, graduated from there in about 2003, been out working now for years and uh, just an avid sports guy, just getting to as many games as I can. Been coming up to Chicago for years and watching Cub games, Sox games, uh, Bulls. I was a Buck season ticket holder. A few years ago when um, Giannis kind of had his breakout season, you know, big sports fan of, of every sport. So that's, that's a little bit about my background living out in, uh, in Rock Falls, Illinois now. Uh, so, you know, still keep tabs on all the Chicago teams, but when betting became legal was about three, four years ago. Now when PASPA was uh, repealed, it was great because I was kind of a recreational better before we put a little bit of money on some games here and there. And the futures money uh, futures market was never really one that, you know, a lot of your local guys, you know, ever talked about, you never knew much about it. You'd see the odds from afar, but you couldn't get down on them. I think it's so hard for guys to win, especially casual betters to win it at uh, betting games on a daily basis. You know, maybe they pick a random game or something they like, and they may win, but to, to really do it successfully, I think it's tough. You got to put a lot of time into it. Um, you got to kind of pick your sports and find out what you're good at. But when I started looking at the futures market, that was something that appealed to me because, you don't have to put in as much time on a daily basis. You know, you don't have that daily grind and it's a better chance to win uh, a lot of money uh, and only spending a little bit. And you don't have to have big upsets, uh, you know, or, or 50 or 101 tickets to have that happen. You know, you can have a guy at uh, 10, 15 to one, maybe win an award. And on a $20 bet, all of a sudden you're bringing in 300 bucks, you know, which is kind of nice. So I looked at that and thought maybe I can concentrate on that area. And, uh, you know, see if I could have some success. And I, I happened to right away. You know, fortunately for me, I, I knew a couple of people that were in, the, were in the futures market and, you know, gave me a few tips. You know, I looked up a little bit on my own, uh, the best way to do things. And, uh, you know, since then, I've, fortunately, I've had some success. You know, I've hit some long shots, which have been great. And uh, now we do this full time. And, uh, you know, I really enjoy it, really enjoy it. So I started the website about six months ago, and uh, it's been going pretty well cranking up here for the for the football season like you said we're putting out some content we had the Celtics 27 to 1 to win the east um so we were happy to to hit that ticket how'd you do with the hockey awards the other day i had Kale McCarr to win uh the uh, Norris trophy at 4 to 1 um we got him about midway through the year it's when he and uh fox from the new york rangers were having a good year uh roman yossi i think from nashville was kind of in the mix so i had McCarr to win and I saw that uh, somebody said that he was still available at even money at a book in Ontario, Canada, the day of the awards, which I couldn't believe. I, we haven't seen him in, what, two months? Probably uh -huh. two and a half months. A small ticket on Shesterkin because I had a couple long shots. So when he became the, the favorite at uh, plus 200, I put a little money on him just to uh, get a little bit of money back on that. So I won those two. And the MVP, I had a little bit on Austin Matthews, but I had a, a big ticket on Huberto that would have been great if that had cashed. I had him at like 30 to 1 which uh, he didn't make the final cut, which was a little disappointing. But uh, so I had uh, I had a couple of the winners, but they were in smaller tickets. And like I said, they were more as a play to to hedge uh, some of the bigger tickets I had that I thought maybe would come through. 
We did okay. Did okay. But the Celtics one was a good one for us to, to, to win the Eastern Conference. Got them on FanDuel at 27 to 1 back in uh, early February, and we had a write up on the website about that. So that was a good hit for us. Well, all futures betters, we are most proud of those big numbers. When nobody else was placing those wagers, we saw something there and, and it cashed. And I know you've had some triple digit hits as well. And I, I was actually going to ask you, do you ever bet some of those lower numbers? But you just gave a couple of examples of betting those lower numbers. I know that uh, you are big on hedging, but will you only bet those numbers to hedge a position? Or if you see value at five, you're going to bet five. If I see value at five, I will bet five, even if the best number was 10 or 12 or whatever, if I missed it. But, it, you know, if you see a guy who is clearly, we'll take Shesterkin, for example. He was clearly um, probably half halfway to two-thirds of the way through the season dominating in goal. The New York Rangers, you know, five-on-five five numbers and uh, you know, some of their other numbers were not very good. Their underlying numbers weren't. But he was winning games for him. So you look at that and you see him at, like, plus 300 and plus 250. And I had some tickets on Tristan Jari, uh, like 30 to one. And, you know, a couple other guys that I th- were in the mix. And I thought, I better get a piece of Shesterkin because I think he is going to win. He's clearly been the guy. And in the New York market, you know, he's going to get the publicity for that yeah. uh, award. And he was in the MVP mix for a little bit too. And uh, I didn't take a ticket on him there because the history of goalies and winning the MVP award is not great. Like I said, I didn't get the best number, but I uh, did get a position on him. And so I managed to cash a ticket. And like I said, made a little bit of money on it. But when I say a little bit, I'm talking, you know, 50 bucks because I had some of these smaller tickets on some of the larger guys. So I will play, I will play short odds uh, guys. If, if it's clear that they're going to be in the mix at the end and, and especially win it. But yeah, I have hit a few triple digits. We had last year, we had Sal Perez 500 to one to, to win the home run title. That was one of the wilder rides you're ever going to have in a futures bet. He was up two going in the last day and Vlad Guerrero hits two home runs, you know, to tie. And then he's got a couple of bats and he's, he's hitting against Baltimore you know, it's like a beer league softball team with that pitching staff. And so you're just on the edge of your seat watching, you know, so uh, 500 to one cashed and the Robbie Ray Cy Young ticket was another big one, too. They found a rogue number on him last July at 250 to one, you know, so that paid off. So it, baseball season was really good last year. But I also realized that it, it may be one of those once in a lifetime uh, type seasons also, you know, where you get a 500 to one winner and a 250 to one winner in the major awards is just something that you don't see very often. So we're very fortunate to be a part of it. Well, it feels like recently we're, we're seeing some larger numbers cash in every sport, you know, even like sport, like the NBA, it's where you line them up and eh, beginning of the year, there might be four or five teams that can make it. That's, that's really no longer the case parody across all sports we saw with the cincinnati Bengals making their run to the super bowl when they were 100 to 1 we saw north carolina get all the way to the title game they mm-hmm. were triple digits in march madness so it's a good thing for us future betters this is early odds with joe ostrowski sports radio 670 the score my guest futures better ian mcdonald follow him on twitter at crg futures that's at crg futures ian let's start with major league baseball Uh, The number one talking point that I've had on uh, my weekly hits here on the score and throughout the first few months of the baseball season right here on early odds is about the American League Central. And Mm -hmm. this is going to be the best division race in all of baseball. One of the few ones that we do have. And at the moment, the majority of sports books still have the White Sox as the favorite, but it's good plus money across the board, no matter which team you like. Now, the big mover lately 
has been Cleveland. If we go back to the start of the month, you could find Cleveland to win the division at double digits. Week or two ago, it was six to one. Now we're in the two to one range. How do you handicap the uh, the movement that we've seen in the American League Central odds? Because a lot of times it's okay. Just check on the results the day before. And even though we're talking about the 162 game sample, we see adjustments in these prices every day. Yeah, it's a bit of kind of a slow moving market too. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, that the the Sox are still almost a, an even money favorite, slight plus money. Um, now I'm looking at plus 135, 160, and 140 at three of the books here in Illinois. And I think the reason for that is is well, two reasons. What the schedule that they've got, the remaining schedule I was looking at the other day, and I think they have about 52 games left against AL Central opponents. Um, so I think that's one thing that the the folks look at is their schedules kind of in their favor. But then the number of guys, too, that they've had injured, uh, that they're expecting back and to be able to contribute, big-time players, you know, for them. But, you know, Joe, I know you're probably similar to me in that you like to use a lot of numbers, like as many stats as you can find and as much information as you can get. I'll be honest, kind of with the Sal Perez thing last year, and I look at the Sox now, and you just sometimes get a feeling about something that you, you can't quantify. You're just like, ah, you know, I, I look at the Sox, and I just don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it started slow for them, and it was just something about them you can't put your finger on. But have they had a positive piece of news come out of anything the first 60 games? If, you know, it's LaRusa did this, LaRusa did that, he screwed up this, somebody else is injured. This guy blew a save, you know, blah, 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 down the line. And it's like everything has been negative for him. So you think, well, maybe they'll turn around in a positive uh, way sometime. I don't necessarily agree. I think that this is just one of those years. It may not come together for him at all. Eloy Jimenez, who's to say he's going to come back and then not get hurt again a week or two later? Um, You know, he's been injury prone. Some of these other guys may come back and not. Yohan Mankata, uh, I saw him on a milk carton last week, uh, maybe in a post office on a poster. Where's yeah. he been other than his five hit game the other day, which, you know, raised his batting average to my daughter's weight. I just get the feeling that this isn't going to happen for them. And I've thought that for a long time this season, I have no hard earned American dollars on the White Sox to do anything. I've got a little bit on the twins and I, you brought up the guardians. I look at the guardians and I have the exact opposite feeling about them as I do the White Sox. Their hard hit numbers are not good. Their pitching staff is giving up hard contact and they're not getting it. So that's not in their favor. But there's something about this team with that staff and their bullpen and Terry Francona that you get the feeling that they're going to win some games that they probably shouldn't. They overachieve, even though their numbers say they should regress. If you're going to give me 100 bucks and tell me to make a bet, it wouldn't be on the Sox. I'd probably go with the Guardians. I just trust Francona, and I just trust good pitching. And an MVP candidate, Jose Ramirez, who you could still find at plus 800, plus 900, you know, on some apps to win the MVP. I think is uh, you can make a great case for him if he continues that RBI pace. So, you know, the AL Central, I, I, I just don't like the Sox. And if you look at those AL Central teams and their World Series odds, even though they're close for the division, White Sox, best number 25 to 1 to win the World Series. Twins, yes, you step down yep. to 45 to 1, and then there's the Guardians at 80 to 1. So mm-hmm. let, let's talk some team futures first before we get to player awards. Okay. World Series, pennant, division, make or miss the playoffs, updated win total. Anything that uh, you really like that you'd like to share with the score audience? Yeah, there's uh, on DraftKings, and you'd have to look 
kind of at odd times to find this, uh, usually early in the morning. And I say early, I'm talking, you know, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, you'd probably be able to find us. I keep weird hours. So I see these things at two or three in the morning. Most people don't. They'll put the uh, DraftKings will put the props up for uh, make or miss the playoffs. Caesars does with the updated win totals, season win totals, which is great. Uh, they'll put these numbers up in the middle of the night after all the games are over. And I found the other day uh, the Brewers to make or miss the playoffs and the Cardinals to make or miss the playoffs uh, were posted the other day. And I thought it was interesting because if you look at the division, the National League Central, you find that they're uh, essentially in a dead heat for the central title. But if you look at their playoff numbers, the Cardinals were a coin flip whether they were going to make or miss the playoffs. The Brewers were minus 550 to make it plus 400 to miss. Now, I like the Cardinals lineup better. I like the Cardinals uh, ability to go out and get a player that they may need at the deadline more than the Brewers. Currently, I like their staff a little more because Woodruff hasn't pitched well all year. Freddie Peralta's on the 60-day DLs, probably out for the year. And the back end of that rotation is unproven. Now, the Brewers have the better bullpen. But if you're telling me that I can get two teams in a coin flip, one's, or, uh, one's a coin flip and the other one's plus 400 to miss, and they got the same record, I'm going to take the ones plus 400 in the Brewers because I don't like that lineup either. And that tells you how clustered those teams are in the National League. There's eight teams there for six playoff spots. So two teams are going to get left out, and one of them is going to be pretty good. I'm counting the other one out as the Phillies. You know, So you can find a good plus price on a team like the Brewers to potentially miss the playoffs. They're leading the National League Central, but they're also two games out of being in seventh place. So you know, that's what I look at and think I think there's a little bit of value here. And not all of the apps have uh, that particular prop either. I know DraftKings has it. Occasionally you'll see them some, in some other places. So take a look around. But DraftKings, I know, had that, and I thought had a good number um, on the Brewers to miss the playoffs. So I was a big fan of that. What about current awards? This AL MVP race that you alluded to earlier with Jose Ramirez mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the New York thing, that's real. I mean, when you have a New York team, that's good. We saw it last NBA season with Tibbs. We've mm-hmm. seen it with some other examples. And the Yankees and Mets are both really good. So you know there's probably going to be a Yankees and a Mets player that wins one of these awards. Judge the odds-on favorite right now for that MVP race. Uh, player awards across the board. Saw a lot of movement. NL Rookie of the Year earlier on in the week. Anything that you like at the current prices? Yeah, you're right about the New York, the New York thing. And I, I'll be honest with you. It drives me nuts because I, I hate it. A, okay, thank I hate you. it. Everybody <laughs> listening you. hates it. I know, but I despise you know, it. We we try to make money, and yes. it's it's real whether we like it or not. It's not 1978. A lot of these markets you can you can watch teams play on on TV and stuff that are it doesn't have to be the big market teams. You know, you got access to everybody. Small these market. Vo- these big voters market, are lazy. These voters are lazy. It's, you yes. know it. Yep. I, and I just drives me nuts that New York people beat their chest. You haven't been relevant outside of the Yankees in 40 years and anything. So I don't want to hear it. But uh, Judge, I think, is uh, clearly been the MVP so far uh, ahead of the two angels, uh, I think, in most in most markets. And I've seen him for about even money. I've got him a little bit on him uh, to win the home run title. Uh, found him at 10 to 1. This was a while back on uh, Caesars. I think they were the only place that has the home run market. The thing about him is the injury that you're just waiting for it to happen. I think because he is not, I think in the last four seasons, he hasn't played more than uh, 120 games, I think, but once. And throwing the virus here, I think he only played 30 games out of the 60. I, I don't think he played that full virus season either. 
So he's had big chunks of time that he has missed. And so that was in the back of my mind, you know, earlier this year, especially when betting on the home run contest too, or the home run uh, race. So he's clearly the favorite. But if you want to look down the board a little bit, I said uh, Jose Ramirez a few minutes ago. He's at 11 to 1 still on FanDuel. I'm looking at it right now. And that's the best number I've seen the last few days. He was down under 10 to 1 in a couple other apps. He was on an RBI per game pace a little while ago. He sat out two games against the Dodgers with a sore thumb. Uh, another guy that you can take a look at who's having a big year is Jordan Alvarez, but he's another guy too that's had some injury issues in the past. So, you know, that may be coming up for him. That may be inevitable. But those two guys, I think, at 11 to 1, both of them give you a little bit of value. Raphael Devers has had a hell of a year too for Boston. Um, they've got three guys in that lineup that are all hitting about 340, 330, 340. Uh, they're in the mix. So if you want to look down the board past Judge, um, that'd be a good place to go. Another guy, you're talking about New York, Joe. Another guy that uh, is having a big year is Pete Alonzo, who could be in the mix. And depending on where you find him, I think he can still offer you some value too. He was up there in the NL RBI race. He's a guy, and he's not uh, a guy that has been missed games with injury. He's been a guy that's uh, played a lot, so he's going to be there, I think. And on a team that could win that division and have the best record in the National League, he's going to be another guy that's in the mix. And you can still find him, I think, at seven or eight to one in some places. Uh, he was a couple days ago. So uh, if you want to get on that, I'd strike uh, pretty quickly because uh, that market for him may drop. It was wild. With these pitchers, it's so tough for the rookie of the year as it is. And many of them are going to get shut down on the NL side. Mackenzie Gore, he's been the co-favorite throughout the week. But Strider wasn't great once, and then he goes from co-favorite to fifth favorite. That's how mm -hmm. wild that market is. I think that National League Rookie of the Year market, uh, O'Neill Cruz for Pittsburgh. Oh, um, he was the guy that they've been waiting for to come up. Every and it yep. didn't, yeah, it didn't come up, didn't come up, and then finally he made his appearance the other day, and everybody was, you know, the things that I heard and, and saw when he played the Cubs, people were blown away. Um, it's funny too; you don't see a a kid that big playing shortstop uh, at whatever he is, six six, six seven. Heck of an athlete, too. Saw him running around the bases against the Cubs, and the kid can fly. So he is a guy that I know he came in at double digits. Um, recently, when he came up 10, 12 to 1, uh, quickly moved after his first two games. And I saw him at like plus 550, I think, on points bet last night. Now, I don't know if that's moved. I sent out a text uh, alert to some of our listeners and or to some of our subscribers uh, to the website when he was plus 650. And that was by far the best number that I had seen. That was Tuesday night. And I looked again yesterday, and I hope people have jumped on it because it was down to plus 550. The, you know, the nature of the market is he a guy has a couple big games when he comes up. You know, all of a sudden, he's the leader uh, in the betting markets for you know an award like that. Well, it's like the outfielder from the Cubs that came up from Japan. Yep. Uh, you know, he, he started out hot, and everybody was on him. And now his, his odds have, have really dropped. You know, so it's kind of hard to get on guys there early on in the year. You hate to miss out on a guy. But then again, it's who's a flash in the pan? You know, who's, uh, you know, four hit game early on is an aberration. You know, it's, uh, you know, it can be kind of tough for those guys early in the year. You put a little money on them and then you see them fade away like that. And you think, well, that was a waste, you know, but then again, guy goes on and wins an award. Then you missed out on the best numbers. So that can be kind of tricky. That website, crgfutures.net. Ian, stay right there. I know you have some NFL and college football looks that you want to share with the early odds audience, and we'll do that next with Ian McDonald at CRG Futures on Twitter. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski at Joe Ostrowski on Twitter. Saturdays, 8 to 9 a.m. on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. 
The Score Listen Reliant is open 24-7, 365, and powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670. The Score, we continue with my guest, Ian McDonald. An amazing futures better, crgfutures.net, at crgfutures on Twitter. So we hit a lot with your, with your background, your entire process, and some MLB stuff that, that you can bet on. But NFL right around the corner. Let's start with the Bears here. Uh, you were on BetQL Daily a while back. You were on the under seven and a half. So was I. Since then, that number's gotten all the way down to six and a half. I don't know if you would advise betting the under six and a half at this point, but I know there are some other numbers popping involving the Bears division. What'd you see, Ian? Yeah, it's uh, a couple of probably under bet, under publicized, you know, lesser markets, uh, maybe that people wouldn't look at uh, as closely as the popular ones, the over under and such. But I found on DraftKings, and again, it, you know, depending on the app you're looking at, they may all have their uh, not only their different numbers, but their different bets. You know, they, some of these books can get creative with, uh, you know, with what they do. And, you know, so check around. You know, if, uh, if you're betting and you've got all the apps in Illinois, just take a look at the different ones and see what they offer, because you may come across something that you think is kind of intriguing and you find a bad number on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of those bets pay the same as the most popular ones. I would tell people to, you know, to shop around. But what I found on DraftKings was, under the NFL's uh, team futures, you go to the division specials and it's division total wins. And for the, the first one that pops up is the Chicago bears specials and they have uh, the bears total division wins set at two and a half. The under is minus minus one forty. Now, if you look at the other three teams in the division, you've got the Packers who I think have taken maybe a small step back offensively, but I still think they'll be okay defensively as long as Aaron Rodgers is taking the snaps there. They're going to be near the top of the division. Then you go to uh, the Vikings, new head coach. Kevin O'Connell, I think, comes in as a head yep. coach, uh, offensive-minded guy. If I memory serves, I think he was a quarterback at San Diego State years ago um, off of uh, McVay's staff. They still have Kirk Cousins, great wide receiver, better than the Bears, although the Bears have played them tough and have beaten them a handful of times the last couple of years. You look at the Lions and you, you look around, and I, I think that that's a franchise that's on their way up, which is when was the last time you ever said that about the about the Lions? But, you know, everybody laughed at the Dan Campbell hire last year, including me, because he was a little rough in the press conference talking about biting kneecaps and, you know, whatever he's going to do. But those guys played hard for 17 games last year. Mm-hmm. You can't always say that about some NFL teams. You know, they played hard from, you know, the start of the season all the way through. That's a credit to him. Uh, for him being able to motivate guys like that. They don't have Anthony Lynn on the staff anymore, which as a Charger fan, in my eyes, that's probably worth two wins. Yeah. Um, so I think the, a lot of people have said, I've read this recently, that they think the Lions maybe are past the Bears up and uh, and they're on their way. Uh, they're an ascending uh, franchise. So if you look at that, the six games against the division foes, Bears are going to go three and three. I don't see it. Um, I think their best case is two and four. Uh, against them, and that's again, that's the best case scenario. I like the under two and a half at minus one forty. Um, so you know you gotta you gotta lay one forty to win a hundred. I don't normally like to do that unless I really feel good about something. But normally I go uh, minus one fifty or lower. I I can kind of stomach that. But I think that that's a good number because I just I don't see the Bears getting to three and three. I mean somebody that's a lot smarter than me is going to have to, you know, map out how they get there because I'm not seeing it. So if you look at uh, 
you know, markets like that, sometimes you can find a number maybe that you look at and you think, hmm, boy, you know, that's a bad number, you know. Uh, and that's I kind of think that in that case right there, I think that's a that's a number that the Bears will stay under uh, definitely for the year. All right, I like it. Before the football season starts, you're going to have to come back and we'll do a full-on, once everything's available, all the stat categories, <laughs> awards, and we'll just we'll just break it all down right here on Early Odds. All right, I know you uh, recently did some work on college football win totals. It seems like every sports book is starting uh, to post those. Uh, so what are some of your favorite college football win totals uh, to start off? Yeah, I had a I had a, a handful of them. What you're finding right now in almost every app except for two of them, and I want to say it's DraftKings and Caesars. They're st- they've put up the Power Five. All of them have put up the Power Five conferences, but you're starting to get some of these Group of Five, some of the smaller, like the Sun Belt, the Conference USA, mm-hmm. uh, the MAC, you know, Northern Illinois Conference. Um, some of the smaller ones are starting to get win totals posted. And when I look at win totals. Uh, in a lot of places, but especially like in college football, I like to look at um, the lesser team. I think there's I think there's value sometimes in the lesser markets, the lesser covered, because uh, everybody's going to bet the SEC, everybody's going to bet the Big Ten, you know, whatever. But you start going into some of these smaller conferences that maybe uh, don't get nearly uh, the action as the big conferences, and maybe you can find a little bit of value. So a couple of these that I found, I'll give you four, if that's okay. Well, we've got time for probably three of the four. So hit on the two big schools. Also the Mountain West one. And I know you've got an App State play. I'll mention it at the end here in a couple minutes during the recap. Go ahead, Ian. Nevada out of the Mountain West, out of 131 Division I schools, they lost the most production from last year's team of anybody in the country. If you remember before the bowl game last year that they played, because they did make a bowl, they played Western Michigan, they had – about 15 starters, I think, defect, uh, transfer off their team. They didn't even wait to play the bowl game. They just left. The bowl season generally is fade the MAC season. And that was one time when I didn't fade the MAC, and I don't think anybody else did either. We saw what happened in Nevada, and everybody was on Western Michigan. And Western Michigan came out and won like 52 to 24. They went from a pick to a seven-point favorite. So they've gotten some transfers in, and the new coach there is a former Nevada assistant. He's come back. He's got some freshmen in there. Uh, not nearly as talented as the people they lost. Their win total was five. So for that team to get six and six, start of their schedule is kind of soft. They've got a couple of non-conference games that they can win. So even if they start like three and two, I still don't know if they get there in the conference. I can't see it with all that production lost. Uh, this is a program in transition. So I'm going to play the under five, uh, if you can find that. And I believe that was also uh, DraftKings. And then two more big boys. LSU with uh, former Notre Dame coach Brian Kelly, love him or hate him. I thought that he, after his first couple years at Notre Dame, did a heck of a job. You know, his last, what, six, seven years there, he had a stray four and nine year, I think, or four and eight, whatever it was. Other than that, won 10 games a number of times, playoff appearances. Um, Goes to LSU, replaces Ed Orgeron. So they've got a much better head coach. I don't know if he's going to be the recruiter uh, that he was, but we'll see now that he's LSU. Uh, They've got a ton of transfers in. So I know that they brought some talent in. Plus, they did still have some talent on the roster. Their win total at some places is only six and a half. FanDuel, it's minus 110, so you don't have to pay any extra juice. LSU's got a favorable schedule. If they win the Florida State game to start the year, I think that they get to seven and five easily, and I think they're going to be more in the eight and four uh, area. So to find six and a half, I think that they get through because they're going to have a couple gimme games in there as well. I'll take uh, over six and a half, especially with no juice for LSU. I like that with a full unit. 
And the other play that I made too was uh, Notre Dame. I always get this ticket for my dad every year because I tell you he's a diehard Notre Dame fan. Every game, you know, it's <laughs> four minutes left in the first quarter, Joe, and they run an off tackle play and he's on the edge of his chair diagnosing it. And I got to hear about it. Yeah. So every year I get him a ticket and uh, the last couple of years I have, and I said, look, here's a futures ticket. I always take the under. I said, cause even when they're losing, you're still winning. And so he cashed that last year. Now, two years ago it lost because yeah. that was when they had the real good year. But I was, I was happy to lose that ticket though. It, that didn't matter to me this year though. I found a nine. I can't see this team getting to 10 and two, the youth on the team, uh, the new coach uh, who I think down the line will probably be successful. But this year, I don't know. They open at Ohio state. They're a couple touchdown underdog there. I think that has the potential to get ugly. They have always have the, the, the traditional games that they play. They got to play, you know, Southern Cal, of course, you know, Stanford out there, I think is going to be um, a tough game because I think that Stanford's underrated. Yep. Uh, so they've got some games, of course, on their schedule that, you know, if you just pencil in Southern Cal and Ohio State as a loss, you're at 10 and two. So if a win total is nine, one loss somewhere around there and you're going to get a push. I saw this number open at nine and a half and it has dropped to eight and a half in a lot of places. But there are a couple nines around and you have to lay a, a little bit of a price on Caesars. I think had it for about one. Uh, I think it was minus 160, minus 150. Um, somebody else had it at nine and I can't remember what the juice was, but it was slightly less than that. If you look around and you feel like Notre Dame is going to struggle in a transition year and you want to get under nine, uh, you can find it out there as long as you're willing to pay a little bit higher price for it. But I, I do like them to go maybe eight and four at best this year because they, they got the winnable games. But like I said, they also have some games against their traditional powers who are, are better than them this year, I think. App State under nine, Nevada under five, LSU over six and a half, Notre Dame under nine. Ian McDonald, CRGFutures.net, at CRGFutures on Twitter. I know the audience is digging this. I get a big response every time you pop on BetQL Daily. So uh, we're going to do this again soon on Early Odds. All right, Ian? Enjoyed it. The NFC North and early win totals on the mind of our buddy Jim Miller from PointsBet Sportsbook and Hawthorne Racecourse. I also have some win totals ideas. That's coming your way next. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, Saturdays, 8 to 9 a.m. on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. PointsBet Sportsbook is your home for live in-play betting. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app today and get your first bets risk-free up to $2,000. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Leave your bet life with PointsBet. And let's bring in Jim Miller from PointsBet Sportsbook and Hawthorne Racecourse. Jim, it's been hot for a while, but, you know, what's the summer officially is here we start thinking about football right as things start to die down just baseball in our lives every single day uh we're looking ahead to the football season which is important you don't want to wait until september until you get your win total bets your future bets in because those numbers go and if you would have just taken the time and looked at the stuff a month or two prior you would have gotten a much better potential return on all your wagers so what do you think of today with the nfl You know what? First off, let's start in the NFC North and just looking at totals. And it's interesting in the NFC North. And it's interesting with a few different teams. So let's start with the beloved. We'll start with the Bears. Their number is at six and a half. The under on that right now is minus 115, the last I saw. But I look at their schedule. We know they're not very good. 
We know it's a rebuilding year. I looked at their schedule. I only saw six possible victories. <laughs> and it doesn't possible. mean that they have to possible. it doesn't mean they have to win those six. It's yeah. both New York teams, the Giants and the Jets, mm-hmm. Houston and Atlanta, Washington, and then maybe a split with Detroit. But there's no reason to say they could possibly win all six of those, but that doesn't even get them to the number. So to me, at minus 115, before you even get to training camp, before you, you run into any injuries, anything else along those lines, I don't see how they get to six and a half. Do you? I actually like the Giants this year. So I wouldn't even put them in that category. And yeah, a lot of Detroit people, should be better. A lot of people are hot on Detroit. The odds are telling us that Detroit lines are going to be better, even though the number is six and a half. If you look at the NFC North odds, just about every book now has a Lions slotted third and the yep. Bears slotted fourth. Yes, such an easy schedule. I know. I get that. It's hard to go under six and a half. Remember, this was seven and a half. So what does this tell you? Everybody is jumping on the under. They're saying schedule be damned. The Bears are not trying this year. And, you know, let's just follow their actions. Look at the players have they have added or just not added in their entire approach that they took with the draft new regime new coach general manager you're going to get some time here so the heat is not on even though it's justin fields your number two i can't say i hate it over six and a half victories for this team is not a consideration for me no no and it's not a consideration for me either i just do not see that happening at all now if you stay within the nfc north what happens if you shift over to minnesota their number is eight and a half here's the thing that i found interesting joe if you want to go over eight and a half that number is minus 130 but instead, don't you think nine wins could make the playoffs? And if it does, then to make the playoffs, that may be the play because they're minus 105 just to make the playoffs. But their schedule, especially again, Bears twice, Detroit twice, Denver, Philly, New Orleans, Washington again, both New York teams. I think they will get over eight and a half. And to me, then the, the play goes to making the playoffs at the minus 105. What do you think? Yeah, NFC North avoids the two toughest divisions in the NFL. So the North and the NFC East, very easy schedules this season. That's the common thread you're going to see if you look at the easiest schedules with the win totals. And we can bring the Packers into the conversation. Yeah. One big thing jumps out to me when we talk about Green Bay and Minnesota. Shop around! I know you're sick of yes. hearing it with us. Packers, I see 10 and a half. I see 11. I see 11 and a half end points bet. So if you're thinking it's an under year for the Packers, you go to points bet, bet 11 and a half under. Now, if you want to do the over at 10 and a half, could you land in that middle spot of 11 victories on the season? I could certainly see it. Very so, easily, yes. Right. Vikings? Shop around. Same thing with the Vikes, right? You mentioned eight and a half, but there's also a nine out there. So if you don't want to lay that juice on the number of eight and a half, you don't have to lay any juice if you want to play the nine. And and if you want to go under, obviously, you're going to play the nine instead of the eight and a half. So don't assume that every sports book has the same number available going to be fascinating how green bay looks without Devonte adams and the minnesota vikings brand new coach this time they're rolling with an offensive mind it wouldn't surprise me if that offense does pop even though it's kirk cousins and people don't like to back him the weapons are there they're among the strongest supporting cast there is in the nfl 
and the weapons are there and the schedule is there. The schedule, like you mentioned, for the North is really there for every team. And because of that, you have to look at some of these totals. Now, you just mentioned shop around, Joe. We've talked a lot of awards, postseason awards for MLB. But the one that jumped out at me for NFL was the leader for passing yards. You're always going to see Brady in the mix, Patrick Mahomes in the mix, Justin Herbert's getting a lot of love. Mm-hmm. What about Derek Carr? This is a guy that has weapons galore. I've seen his price jump around all over the place too. You know, Jim, I think this is one of those wagers. If you wait on it, you're not going to get the number that's available right now in late June. Right. Because I have heard a lot of people talk about this, people that I respect. So, so that's why I think it's funny that you're bringing it up. Last week, I talked to a couple fantasy people that I, yeah, love this Derek Carr play with, with the number that's available right now at 13 to one. Love it. Uh, I was hearing from uh, a better earlier this week that was bringing Derek Carr passing yards leader up. How many shootouts are going to be in the AFC West? And you can't sit on the football like Aaron Rodgers does from time to time in the fourth quarter. If he gets a big lead, you can't do that in that division. These totals in a lot of these Raiders games, Chargers games, Chiefs, they're going to be astronomical. So with this number of 13 to one, fifth, sixth favorite, somewhere in that range, got the same odds as Burrow, same odds as Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen could happen. But I don't, I don't love that Ellen has lost his genius offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball, to the Giants this year. Derek Carr really pops the addition of a new offensive mind, Devontae Adams. It all makes perfect sense. I agree with your play. I love it at 13 to 1. And they're not going to run into the weather games that Buffalo could run into or some sure. other teams could run into. You look at their home location. Look at the division they play in. It's going to be a lot of gorgeous weather games. This is the guy he's going to throw for over 5,000 yards this year. Everything on paper shows that it has to happen. And if he does that, he's going to be right there in the mix. There's no reason to think he won't. And you're right. The price is right now to get it. And I think this is the time to get on Derek Carr. You want me to throw a couple win totals uh, just at first blush that jumped out to me? Yes. All right. The Chiefs have by far the toughest schedule in the NFL. It is not close. Do you have the guts to go Chiefs under 10 and a half without Tyreek? Yes, for sure. They could be a 10-win team. They could be a 9-win team this year. The regression has to come for the Chiefs. I could go under on them. Mid-range, Colts and Ravens love both organizations. Ravens obviously going to be healthier this season. Colts make the upgrade at quarterback. It's no longer Wentz. The number for both is 9.5. What do we think about the over there? All right, I'm going under on the Colts, and it's more because of the Bears now having the head coach here who was with the Colts. You, you, you lose that. I think that does change things for the coaching turnover there for the Colts. For the Ravens, though, you're right. I, I do think you go over. You're getting healthy again this year. That's going to be beneficial for them. They're a really interesting team, and I think they're, that's where the 17-game schedule puts them in the mix because I think they're at a minimum 10-7. and seven. Couple more I want to throw out. Now, the Jets one is already popular. I'm not betting this, just the, the amount of juice that's out there. It's five and a half points, but actually bumped it up to six and a half. And they have heavy juice on the under there. Wow. Uh, mentioned that I like the Giants. There's yep. a seven out there. The majority of the market has it at seven and a half, but Giants at seven. And when we talked about those North teams, you didn't bring up the Lions. The Lions number six and a half. So anything on it, Giants over seven, Lions over six and a half. Over on both of them. 
Really? And okay. again, because I think the Bears are going to be bad. You don't know what's going to happen out of the Lions. And again, we don't know what's going to happen out of Minnesota. But the Giants, they still get the Jets to play. I mean, they get some of these teams where it looks like they're going to have, say, I'd say five or six wins just based off having better ability. And then you only have to pick up one or two. I think they're going to be over. Detroit has to be over, too, just because to me, the Bears, you're getting two there, I think, this year. I think you probably split with the Vikings. Then you look at the rest of the schedule, and they have improved. And they played a lot of games where they were very close last year, despite lacking talent. And think about it, you had a Justin Tucker 63-yarder to beat you in one of the games as well. So I would go over on them as well. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670, the score weekly contributor, Jim Miller here. My co-host, Joe Giglio on BetQL Daily, actually threw out to me, Jim, and, and you know I'm not the Bears fan with the pom-poms, but he suggested to me that there isn't a team in the NFL less interesting to, than the Bears. Listen, I understand it's going to be a rough year. We all understand that we're total six and a half, but I present the Texans. The Falcons, the <laughs> Seahawks without Russell Wilson, the Carolina Panthers, assuming they don't make some sort of a quarterback upgrade. There are a handful of teams that are less interesting than the 2022 Bears. Here's the thing, though. Look at the Bears beyond Justin Fields. What else do you talk about? I don't want to. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, you, you can't because no. there's nothing else to talk about. And I guess here's what you have to find out. And you hate to say it. You may not find out this year either if Justin Fields is very good because he doesn't really have any weapons. He may be running for his life again. Who's he throwing the ball to? I mean, you have David Montgomery. He may be your saving grace, but if David Montgomery is your saving grace and he's having a great season, it means Justin Fields probably isn't putting up huge numbers. So it may be another season where we're going into the offseason saying, do we even know what we have at quarterback? But in that sense, they're interesting. Because how do you evaluate the year two quarterback without any weapons, without much of an offensive line around him? Very good. What about the horses today? We had a good week last week with horses, two winners and a third. Let's see what we can do at Hawthorne here today. This is closing day of the spring thoroughbred meet. We start harness next weekend. So things are very busy at Hawthorne. But here's the three horses to look at. Bet them all across the board. Race four, bet the two horse can it happen across the board. Race six, bet the one two Emmys across the board. And race nine, bet the six go Maddie go across the board. Hopefully we can go uh, three for three again and make some more money, Joe. Jim Miller, PointsBet Sportsbook and Hawthorne Racecourse. Jim, thank you for your time. Let's do it again next Saturday. You got it. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, Jim. And a big thanks to Futures Better Ian McDonald for hanging out for an extended visit this morning. Really great info from Ian, so you should rewind on the Odyssey app or check out the Early Odds podcast if you missed that convo. BetQL Daily, weekdays 8 to 11 a.m. on the BetQL Network, which you can find on the Odyssey app, 105.9 FM HD 2 pod form live on twitch live on youtube and there's my score appearances all week inside the clubhouse with bruce levine and david haw is next cash those tickets and keep it locked here on 670 the score (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.